With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome once again to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm James and I'm joined by Andy, Matt and Paul. We're here to discuss our trip to Hillsborough for our Yorkshire Derby, Leeds United versus Sheffield Wednesday. We've played a total of 97 times against Sheffield Wednesday. We've won 39, drawn 25 and lost 33. New manager Gary Monk, ex-Leeds, we all know him, uh, is the only manager in the Championship to beat us twice consecutively. And the Leeds last season had the most shots against any team versus Sheffield Wednesday. 53 across two games, only scoring twice. So, very Leeds that. Oh, that sounds like an omen, doesn't it? Just a bit. Andy, whereabouts are you? I'm sat in my top bedroom in the west wing of uh, Rascal Towers. And it's it's raining. And I've got a leak. And I'm getting moist whilst I'm inside. (laughs) Um, So... I wonder how the birthday boy Matt is going to get on in the rain over where he is. Matt, you're you're in Sheffield for the game on your birthday. Happy birthday, mate. Thank you very much. I'm 10 minutes from the ground. It's absolutely... Well, it's not bucking it down, but it's very wet. Yeah, any risk of it being cold off? I doubt it. I mean, I'm not an expert in these things, but <laughs> if they can't cope with this weather, then they don't deserve to be a football club, really. Well said. Paul, whereabouts are you? Was there any rain in Spain? There's literally no rain in Spain. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm on a coach transfer from uh, Girona Airport to Santa Susana. Um, and I could do with uh, a little delay to kick off because this co- coach took an age in setting off. So I think it's got to be uh, LUTV on the data. Legitimately, because I'm uh, out, outside of the UK. It's always legitimate, isn't it, Paul? Always legitimately, always. This game last season actually, uh, <laughs> linking into our discussion the other night, was definitely a two points dropped because we absolutely dominated them. But we got a thunderbolt from uh, Matthias Click to uh, send us home somewhat happy. Click, click, boom. I'd take that against it. Well, I wouldn't take a draw. I'm hoping for the three points, but I'm hoping Matthias can start chipping in with the goals again. So I presume everyone's seen the team news that it's an unchanged side. At first, I thought they'd posted uh, the Preston team by mistake, but then I realised. I bet that's causing some uh, anguish in it on social media. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Um, there is one um, one change on the bench, which is Liam Cooper's in for, for Douglas, so it's good to see him back. I did wonder when uh, Bielsa said in the press conference that Bamford would start whether he was trolling everyone a little bit and what he meant was that Bamford would start, but so would Ed- Eddie but it wasn't to be. No. Ian Wright will be furious. 
Yeah, on his day out to Bristol City, selling Enketia. Uh, it's ridiculous. Did you see that in the week? What, is he at Bristol City today, is he? Well, no, in the week, um, Bristol City invited him. I th- sorry, I think it was their last home match. They invited him down and he went and saw all the facilities, etc. And it's just sort of drumming up a bit of uh, press talk for Eddie again, which is a bit frustrating. Leave him to it. I, I, I still think Paddy should start, tire him out, bring Eddie on, finish the game off. Everyone's a winner. Well, as we saw uh, in the opening day of the season, we're better than Bristol City. So, so Sheffield Wednesday, another one of them teams who seem to really hate us for no... I mean, they're quite local, but no massively good reason. So, uh, been on been on Owl's talk this week, uh, and I, I picked up that they're uh, they're quite mixed on it. I think they know how Gary Monk sides will uh, set up against uh, our team. They think that Bielsa's uh, Gary Monk's got Bielsa's number. Um, uh, but you've uh, you've picked up on a few other bits and pieces as well about the match day price, James. Apparently it's cost a lot of fans £46. 46 quid for a home game for Chef Wednesday. Yeah, it was £46. I saw a lot of people um, moaning about it on their forum. I guess that's the cost of watching Leeds though, isn't it? I wonder how much it cost Southampton fans to watch the uh, 9-0 drubbing last night. Oh dear, I'm sat near a Southampton fan as well. and I may have. Oh, someone from Southampton. I live there, but... Haven't upset them though too much. Have you explained to this woman that she's on a podcast? Don't think she has any grasp of that, but I will. I'll drop that in in a bit. <laughs> this is like a throwback to the early days of Match Day podcasts. <laughs> I can just hear the rain tip tapping on your roof as well, Matt. Yeah. Well, you know, it's atmospheric, isn't it? It might even be my roof for this flipping <laughs> thing I've got going on. What a nightmare! It might be oh, our edge. We're playing Sheffield Wednesday today, aren't we? Oh, very, um, very good, Andy. So Tim Robinson takes charge at Sheffield Wednesday today. He's refed us 10 times. Uh, we've won four, lost four and drawn two. Uh, the last four games were wins. Rotherham away, 2-1 to Leeds. Uh, Leeds 4-0 at home to West Brom and at home to Sheffield Wednesday um, in 2018-2019. And also the the Bristol away win, 3-1. He's never shown a red card in one of our games. I'm not sure that's a stat I like, to be honest. Um, but thanks ever so much to Joe Bedford for the research as well. Appreciate it. Yeah, so speaking of uh, early match day podcasts, obviously he was the referee on our very first one of these. And I said that I didn't like him very much because I remember him very specifically from our nil-nil draw with Middlesbrough last year where he just did not let the game flow whatsoever. Uh, he was one of these who was blowing his whistle any opportunity that he could. So I'm hoping that today he'll... Uh, It'll at least give us a good game to watch. But as you say, James, it looks like his record is pretty good. Or at least our record when he's roughing us. Uh, what are you thinking then, boys? What's the predictions? Andy, what, what are you saying? I'm going for a one-all draw today. I don't see us uh, winning, sadly. Uh, I think the opportunities we're missing at the minute, we're just making it hard work for ourselves. We're going to pummel somebody one day, but I just don't see it being today in these awful conditions. One-all leads. Uh, James? A Gary Monk's side is very hard to break down, so I think we will find it tough today. That being said, he's still finding his feet there, so they might struggle against us. I'm hoping it's going to be a 2-0 win to Leeds, but I think we need um, a nice early goal to get in there. Well, I agree with Andy. I think it's going to be another 1-1. Just, uh, I hope I'm wrong, but um, I think uh, it all seems set up for that kind of scoreline. And uh, Matt, what have you said in the paper? Well, I've got um, 
before I get to that, I've got some other uh, form-related statistics for you. Is this about your so, birthday? It is indeed. This is a worry. I know this oh, stat. No. It makes me feel ill. So this is the sixth get, sixth time Leeds United have played on my birthday in my lifetime. And the record currently stands Arsenal 3, Leeds United 0. Leeds United 2, Middlesbrough 2. Portsmouth 2, Leeds United 1. Birmingham 1, Leeds United 0. Huddersfield Town 3, Leeds United 2. And then today. So we have lost 4, drawn 1. Lost 4, drawn 1. And the 4 that we've lost have all been away from home. So we've never even picked up a point away from home on my birthday. You know what? We just need your birthday to fall on an international <laughs> break, don't we? We need to <laughs> rearrange nice the international fixtures. Would be nice, but I am predicting that today will be the first time that happens, although I'm in agreement with Paul and Andy that it will only be a point, and I think it'll be one all as well. What are them tweeters saying, Jimbo? Sheffield Wednesday win 10%, a draw 21%, and a Leeds win 69%. Sarah says 3-2 Leeds win, Bamford, Alioski and Eddie to score. We'll see. I mean, we're always um, getting a Leeds win coming out on top of the Twitter polls, but slowly, slowly people are... It, the losses are starting to creep in there. And um, are you nervous? Not really, no. I'm just looking forward to it. My nan's coming round to watch it with me, so I'm looking forward to seeing her as well. I'll Yeah, I'll say my words in nan. Um, Andy, what's your word? Washout, as in it's going to be a, a washout because of the weather, uh, and also we just can't seem to score for Toffee. We dominate, 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 don't score, get bitten in the backside, and... Sadly, I think it's going to be a repeat of that washout. Sorry to be negative. Still love Leeds. Can somebody who's more pedantic than me check that washout is one word? It is one word. I just checked it. Nice one. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Boys, I'm a walking, talking dictionary. You should never doubt me. (laughs) I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, Andy. (laughs) I wanted to just tear into you if it wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) So, Matt, what's your word? My word is repeat. Because one all, I think it's going to be a repeat of Tuesday night and a repeat of last season. Sounds good. I think my word's going to be hot then because it seems uh, pretty hot here and I'm hoping for a hot performance from the lads. Oh, you smug get. Well, I won't be smug when the data bill comes in. It's coming out of the pot though, the communal pot, isn't it? I wouldn't wouldn't swap with him in the the least. Good lad. If he can afford holiday to Spain, he can afford a data bill. Very true. Too right. Don't take pity on him. The rest of us are all here in the rain. First world problems there, Paul. Do one. Right, let's catch up after the game, boys. Zero sympathy. See you later. Well, that's a point gained, I think, for your birthday, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, that's definitely a point gained. I was about to uh, tell Paul that, except he's uh, not bothered joining us for the post-match. Why? What's he up to? He's on the Costa del something. <laughs> Costa del can't be asked. He was being very smug in the sun, wasn't he? He was, yeah. But we're all uh, we're all in the rainy United Kingdom. How, how was it in the ground, Matt, on your birthday? Uh, I think that was the first game of the season that we probably haven't deserved to win which I think is why it was a a point gained rather than two points dropped it was a bit different to normal wasn't it I'll probably echo that although it did feel at one point to me that we were going to snatch it especially when Alioski hit the bar and uh, Jarrison had that really good chance but 
yeah, I think overall we uh, we just weren't at the races, I don't feel, today. I thought first half was very even, we played very well. Second half, we just seemed to not be able to play a pass. Yep, I think there's a lot to say about that as well, actually, because you're right, we could have won it, but equally we could easily have lost it as well. So again, nil-nil probably feels like a good result. And then does it come back to what Bielsa says about Bamford and Nketiah? Because it was, it's similar to Birmingham last week that we looked better first half when Bamford was playing, even though Enketia did admittedly uh, have some really good moments in the second half. Yeah, you know where I sit on this one. What, what are you saying on this one, James? We definitely lost uh, physicality with Bamford going off. We were we became sort of wide open and um, were conceding a, a lot more chances with him off the field. And I think as well, that was obviously um, why Bielsa made the sub with Costa bringing Cooper on. It was to try and firm it all up because we were just allowing them through a lot more. Yeah, we've not seen that very often, have we? Where we've tried to uh, tried to hold on to a draw. I, I think as well that Costa suffered. When Bamford went off, I thought Costa had a very, very good first half. He looked almost like the player we were all excited by. And then second half, when the hold-up play is just non-existent, he might as well not have been on the pitch. Granted, he doesn't track back anyway. But in the first half, he looked fairly lively when he had someone holding the ball up for him. I think, Matt, you summed it up a few weeks ago with Costa and and you said that he was a he was a luxury to have. And I think it is that when, when everything's going well, he'll be good to have on the pitch. But when we're, we're struggling and, and we need people, uh, we need players to dig deep and defend well, he, he is that. He is very much a luxury. He's very poor at taking the ball off a player. Yeah. I mean, I, you... you you watch him going to try and defend when the opposition's got the ball and you think the best he's going to do is make a nuisance of himself and just accidentally get in their way. Mm. And that at worst, it'll they'll run past him or it'll be a foul. Our mate Mr Robinson and his officials didn't have a great game for me, I don't really feel. A few wrong calls for each team. At least it was evened out, I suppose. But there were a few strange decisions. There was one where he overruled his linesman when it looked quite clear that that it had gone out off a Sheffield Wednesday player. Sadly the ref was right on that one. Um some of the ones Fair I'm enough. thinking some of the ones I'm thinking about, Matt, are Costa offside. It was those three players playing him on. Really? And yeah, three players playing him on yeah. and then Yeah, no no one in the stand was appealing for that. Everyone was just like, Costa, what are you doing? Why can't you watch your line? Yeah, three of them played him on, mate. If you watch it back, you'll have a little uh, lull to yourself. And the other one for me was towards the end of the game when uh, Forrest Deferi came on. And I thought it was ominous when he came on. I thought we were going to get in a bit of bother and they were going to win it. Um, but Phillips tackled him and got the ball. And then the ref gave a foul when the ball and the play had happened and been done. So, again, there's just a few dubious little innocuous decisions. But then again... There's the pen in the first half, potentially, and then Enketia's big, dirty elbow. So I've got a question for you guys who watched on TV anyway. I never watch football on Sky, but I want to know, how do they choose who they interview at the end of the game? No idea, mate. For, for me, Ben White always has a good game, but he's not man of the match. Uh, there's, there's only two candidates for that for me, and we'll get onto that later. I don't have a clue. I was under the impression that if it's a draw, they interview one player from each team. And it looked like they were interviewing Nketiah and Ben White tonight, today. I think the obvious ones to interview would have been 
Stephen Fletcher and Kiko Casilla, probably. But I don't know if Kiko, how good his English is for a live interview on Sky. What I'm getting at is I think that they deliberately interviewed Nketiah just to stir things up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was thinking. It's the classic getting two Premier League players out on loan. They know there's a lot of attention around those players, so why not get them on? Nketiah's comments after the game were, were quite good, to be fair. You know, he just said he was happy. What did, what did he say? He just said, you know, I mean, it was a bit cliche football talk, but he kind of said that he was, you know, happy to be getting the time to prove himself and it'll continue working hard for the team, which, you know, is the opposite of what was being made out um, that he was saying the other week about him being, you know, it, it being a sort of hit or miss situation and him leaving in January or whatever. You know, he's happy to work hard and be at Leeds. So, you know. And chances are, if Bamford's now injured, he's going to get his chance, isn't he, next weekend? If it was FIFA story mode, it'd have got the uh, the cool emoji for it. You know, the kind of cool, calm, collected, your stereotypical toe-the-line, toe-the-party-line kind of reaction, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Kiko was good today, wasn't he? Oh, outstanding. He made a couple of very, very good saves. One in the first half, one in the second. One that was sort of a cross-curling in, maybe from Banan. Banan. Um but yeah, just really good. Had a good game. His distribution's so good as well. He made, he made three or four vital saves for me. I was very, very impressed with him. How are we getting on compared to uh, Wolves then, James? Let's have a look at the tracking Wolves bit. Tracking Wolves, tracking Wolves. Oh. So Leeds United versus Wolves in their 2017-2018 title winning season. Uh Against them, we're four points behind. Uh, we're one point off where we were at this point last season, um, but we are bang in the middle of where Norwich and Sheffield United were. So 25 points. Norwich were on 24. Sheffield United were on 26. So we're doing well. You know, I, th- I think things are progressing nicely and it's today's a, a good result. It could have been so disappointing if we had a loss, but I think a draw against a Gary Monk side is, is pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah, you've got to take the context of this week. Mark Bryan uh, was with me today, who appears on our October podcast as uh, Sadly Bolsh uh, in the in the catch, uh, and we've got an interview podcast coming up with him in a couple of weeks. Uh, but he said he made the point that we've had three games this week unbeaten, draws in the two away games against third and fifth. While you would have wanted to have won, then it's not not bad, is it? It's easy to forget that. Sheffield Wednesday are in third. I had a look at the table before the game. I thought, oh, didn't even know they were that high up, to be honest. I hadn't been looking at them. So it is, a, it is a really good result. We've got one more point off Gary Monk than we got last season. Exactly. It makes me sick that he's still unbeaten against Marcelo, though. Should we catch up with uh, Costa Del Can't Be Bothered? I think that was a completely fair point. It was a good game, end-to-end stuff. Um, Gary Monk seemed to think that they deserved it, but on the balance of things, as an away performance, you'd like to think you've done enough to get a draw. It was definitely a point gained. Um, man of the match easily, Ben White, number five. And uh, onwards and upwards to next Saturday. Cheers, guys. Bye. Well, let's get on to us man of the matches then. Spoiler alert from Paul there. Before that, the music in the background was uh, winding me up something chronic. It just seemed all a bit too happy, didn't it? Why, what was it? It was just that smug I'm on holiday music. <laughs> See you later, guys. Off, off, to, off to the sun for a week. Uh, I've got my umbrella up in my house and he's sunning himself <laughs> in the Costa del Sol. Anyway, let's get on to man of the matches. Go on, Jimbo. What are you saying? Yeah, as predictable as it is, I'm going Ben White. I thought it was really good. 
although defensively we were weakened today, there was he made a couple of really important challenges and 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 he sort of glided nicely out of our box and created a few attacking opportunities for us as well. He's he's just a, an exceptional player for us at the minute. I think we'd miss him. I'll be glad to see him and Cooper pairing up again soon. But yeah, Ben White, man of the match. What are you thinking, Matt? Thought Ben White had a good game. I thought he had a couple of moments that were uncharacteristic where he gave the ball away. Uh, so he's not my man of the match today. Thought Calvin Phillips had a poorer game than we're used to as well. Thought actually Berardi next to Ben White was uh, very very good. But my man of the match is Kiko Casilla. Um, as Andy already said, I thought he made four or five really really good saves and would never have been a nil nil game without him in goal. You've uh, you've echoed. My man of the match there, Kiko Kusia, and no, you, I was going no, to give an honourable... No, no, Andy, you've echoed my man of the match. <laughs> no, you've echoed mine. Echo? No, you've echoed mine. You got inside my head, heard what I was thinking earlier when I mentioned him. All right, okay. But it, it, it's like you have been inside my head, because I had Berardi down as a very close second. I thought he was brilliant today. He, he didn't let his height disadvantage get in the way, and he battled for everything. And he looked more composed than the rest of the... The back really, which is strange when White's been so so good. Yeah, I thought I thought the full backs had a torrid time today. I'm not sure whether that was because they had poor games or whether it was because Sheffield Wednesday were particularly good, but uh, Luke I Aylin, don't think they knew where they needed to be. Yeah, Luke Aylin was a bit sloppy and Alioski's passing was pretty woeful at times. You don't want to blame the weather, but maybe the pitch had something to do with it as well actually I think you can blame the weather a bit I think that there were quite a few passes that players were playing that they were expecting to do something that the ball just reacted in a totally different way so it's a good point I think yeah I think the ball either held up or completely disappeared didn't it it was very Mm. very odd what's your final word to summarise how you're feeling Andy well I know it's Matt's birthday and he has aged today but my word is ageing because if we keep Playing like that, I'm going to age because it was it was nervy today and horrible to kind of sit back on and watch and wait and it was I was just worried basically until till the final whistle because again we should have should have taken a couple of chances equally they could have done very half of a point but Leeds United are aging me at the moment. Matthew, final word. My final word is unbeaten because that was the most important thing today that we're unbeaten. We're unbeaten in the last three games over the last week and with two home games which we should be looking to win coming up I think that we've got a chance to go on a bit of an unbeaten run my words happy because we gained a point from a game that we could have easily lost and uh, happy birthday Matt oh thank you very much James and I'm glad that we're all in agreement today that we gained a point that that's the happiest thing of all if Paul was here he'd say we'd lost points wouldn't he in his in his uh, message he said that we'd gained a point so all's good he doesn't know what we've said. He just opposes in person, wouldn't he? You know what he's like. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, that's us for another Match Day podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We've got more coming up and we've got more interviews and features for you to bend your ears around. If you want to go back through our back catalogue, please visit leadsthat.com. In the meantime, we'll see you next time. Happy birthday, Matt. Podcast Network.